Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the PGP, the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show. As always, you can catch this on its own podcast feed. Just search Permission Granted or get it on the DA Show's podcast feed so you Get the best of the show, the full four hours, plus the PGP. It's all also housed inside the Odyssey app, which is the free Odyssey app. So check them out, subscribe, rate, and review. Saturday was the gathering. Two years ago, you came to my house after some apple picking, and we hung out on the deck and drank pumpkin beers. Two years later, we did the same thing, except the Bellatis and the Bogushes as families joined us. Now, 72 hours later... What's the big takeaway? Well, the big takeaway is two things. Number one, that my wife and Pete, the body's wife, can't fly a kite, nor do they understand proper weather for flying a kite, which we get it to, which was utterly embarrassing. Uh, second of all, you're too much of an overthinker on the smoker. The chicken came out great. The ribs were really good. And you were so paranoid about the rancid meat. I thought the food was excellent. That was my trash Tuesday. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Trash Tuesday, I trashed expired meat because I went through the process of of getting all these great racks of ribs. I wanted to smoke them for everybody, but then I got all weirded out because I, the chicken went bad, and I didn't know if the ribs went bad as well, and I I probably did overanalyze it. But the Bourbon Bell gets a big assist here because she did the flatbread pizzas. Oh, and the pizzas were phenomenal. I mean, she was using brisciutto all over that place. Yeah. Brisciutto might be it might be the year of the brisciutto. <laughs> I mean, it's going to make some football food of the weeks happy. She even made this arugula salad with the brisciutto. was excellent. Uh, and I could tell you that Taylor basically all day Sunday ate more uh, strawberries, cheese, and blueberries than she knew what to deal with. So, yeah, Amber Lee came through big time. I mean, yeah. it was great. It was uh, it was like eating at a nice smokehouse slash winery. You had the big <laughs> yard. So to paint the picture, DA has what well, looks like the great lawn. I mean, it, it just goes on forever. You can't even see his front street. And then you look at all the trees, and you're looking around. There's like a mountain in the back. And as you're sitting out there, you're eating nice fruits and nice flatbreads, and you're drinking your ciders and your beers, and there's the smell of smoking ribs, and there's a TV off in the distance with Notre Dame playing North Carolina, and it just kind of gave you that, ooh, we went out for the fall. <laughs> they, all of us felt like we made a trek and went out for the night, and it was just your house. Yeah, no, that was really cool. It was so cool to see everybody, so cool to get all the kids together. I have not seen Timmy Bellotti 
in forever. And so Timmy Oof. got so big, and Timmy is a superstar. Yeah. Timmy's got this great curly hair, big blue eyes. He looks like a child model. He does look like a child model. Those eyes will melt your heart. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. And he kind of walks around like a rock'em, sock'em robot. He's knocking over <laughs> everything in sight. Uh, yeah, he's unbelievable. He's out there fielding ground balls as Jake Bogus is hitting. <laughs> Timmy Ball. He was a real, real shining star. Real personable, too. No shyness. Yeah, no. Just hanging out with everybody. Uh, he kept calling Jake Bogus Jack, which I thought was very <laughs> funny. Jack, come here. Jack, come here. Uh, and there was a moment, even for me, I was like, wow, here we sit on CBS Sports Radio talking about how much baseball sucks for the youth. We're trying to have a nice college football Saturday. There's there's uh, Jake Bogish and Timmy Bellotti looking for you to put the Met game on. Totally. They were going to take in a little Mets ace on I a Saturday <laughs> afternoon in September. <laughs> wanted, the heck wanted. with Florida and Tennessee. Yeah, for sure. Also, Jake was all about playing. Jake Bogish, eight years old, um, is all about playing wiffle ball these days. So yep. they brought the wiffle ball bat and the wiffle ball, and they were playing uh, Bogish and him were playing throughout early part of the day, and then you got involved a little bit later on. Then I got involved a little bit later Lost on. Lost 20 bucks that snot-nosed kid. What was the bet? The bet was, I will strike you out before you get a hit on me. And I will bet you 20 bucks. No problem. I was really confident because I didn't think he could handle the heat. And I got him to two strikes on the first at-bat, and he popped one up, and I, call, I caught it. I said, it doesn't count as a hit. He was ready to count it as a hit. I said, that does not count as a hit. That's an out. I went through him a first fastball strike. Boom. Second pitch, I'm like, he's doomed. I went. I should have went fastball, and I just tried to throw a wiffle curve. And he hit one that, to be honest, probably would have been a foul ball if an umpire was there. But he plays by different rules. (laughs) And to him, he was arguing me. It was a single. And I could hear his mother, you know, Katie Bogus was kind of hearing the argument. I go, I can't lose this. Here's the 20 bucks. I don't want to argue with Bogus' wife here. You were going to take 20 bucks from Jake Bogus? No, I I was going to call it even, like. Whatever. I, I see. But it was, you know, starting to get a little stir on your deck, and I'm like, I can't be that guy. You know what? It's an eight-year-old. He could have the 20 bucks. Fast and loose with the rules, though, that Jake Bogus. Well, so our topic list title, which you always send with a joke from the show, is Jake Bogus's questionable batting average topic list. Yeah. And why is that? Well, because if you remember, Bogus told the story about how he found out that his wife had a very questionable softball batting average, that they counted everything as hits. And I already just know from field playing with with Jake, he doesn't know what fair... Well, he knows, but he's ready to push the boundaries if he doesn't see chalk down on the line. And he a pop-up, he was ready to count as a hit. I caught the ball. So if all those are hits in his mind, that I he's making tournament teams here, I'm questioning what's going on over there in the Bogus house. Right, because I think Katie Bogus's batting average when she was young was as long as you make contact. Right. So she batted 417, and she bragged about it forever until Bogus found out the real story. Until, yeah, she found out from... Somebody or her parents or something that, as long as you made contact, it didn't count as an out. It counted as a hit in your batting average. And it feels like that's what's going on with Jake right now. (laughs) So then we have the kite story where, for Easter, Taylor got a kite, and you brought it over. It's been sitting in that closet forever. And you were like, okay, let's finally uh, fly the kite. Maybe Danielle wanted to fly the kite? I had nothing to do with this. Okay. Danielle was probably a two-parter. One, get this kite out of the closet. And B, we haven't used this kite because, you know, we didn't get to the beach as much with Taylor. And the thought was, oh, DA is a, a, a big amount of property. It'd be good to run with the kite. She didn't factor in wind at all. <laughs> so so she undoes the kite, and the kite doesn't even have the crossbar to it. I'm like, I don't know how we can even make this kite. It doesn't have the proper stuff. So then Danielle, very uh, resourceful, she finds a little stick that fits in there. So now we have the kite. So a kite 
has to have at least a little bit of wind. It can't, even if you run with it, it won't get up unless there's some wind to pick it up. Yeah. And so you, so Taylor can't stand there and the, the kite can't go up like at the beach. So Bridget holds one end of the kite. Oh. Danielle holds the other end of the kite, and they begin running down the lawn as though they're doing wide receiver streaks. <laughs> it's like downhill about, I would say, at least 10 yards apart from each other, holding one end of the kite with the other. So I forget who has the kite itself and who has Bridget the Bridget did, and Danielle had the kite. But either way, okay. they had so no Bridget idea. Bridget has the end of the kite, like with the handle. Danielle has the kite itself, and they begin running parallel downhill oh. with one another. And then <laughs> Danielle is not letting it go. So you're like, you got to let the kite go. <laughs> let the kite go. And they just end up running like 100 feet holding the kite. And, and nobody so, lets go. <laughs> so it doesn't go anywhere. No. And then they're just done with the, the whole basically exercise. Down. They're doing sprints. This is the worst, most. <laughs> I sat there with saying, this is the most embarrassing attempt at a kite fly I've ever seen in my life. I, was, I hurt for myself. That was so good. Uh, Taylor is uh, is such a sweetheart, and uh, Peyton now she's in her little walker, little oh. walker thing with the wheels, and she's just buzzing all over the place like yeah. it's uh, teacups or something. Exactly, she was playing bumper cars, and she's at the point now where you know, she's about to be a year old. She's taking steps; she can walk, but she's got shocked me. You know, shocked to hear this. She's very lazy. Uh, so she's still opting for the crawl or wants to be in that walker because she feels like she really could fly. But no regard for anybody will just bump into anything. Hasn't really grasped, like, personal space. But, yeah, she was prepared to walk and fly right off into the smoker. She didn't care at all. Uh, but, yeah, she seemed to have she didn't have a good time with the kids. And, by the way, Bogus's daughter, Abby, Oh my god, she's like a personal baby. So I didn't have to worry about my daughter at all. It's amazing. I guess Abby's 12 now. She gravitates to the kids. Oh. Can take care of them, talk with them, keep them entertained, know when they're in trouble, know when they need a parent. She is amazing. I said, Abby, you're a total MVP. Way more patience than me as a parent, and she's 12. I mean, really? If you have Abby, like, you have no worries about your kid. Uh, and and Bogus and I both live on Long Island. I could tell you that we're probably a year or two away from being fully prepared to hire Abby you have on to. nights out because I— Get her on retainer. Look, she's shown a lot for a prospect coming up the, the babysitting ranks. There's no doubt about it. Patience was key, for sure. So when you guys got in the car, Bogus said he passed out immediately and Katie had to drive home. I think Bilotti had to drive Bridget, had to drive the car. So Bilotti had to stay up the whole the whole ride, and I'm sure he was not thrilled with that. I thought you would fall asleep. I thought last year when you left or the last time you had was, fallen asleep. I was in rough shape, yeah. Yeah, we left about an hour after everybody else, but yeah, that wasn't that wasn't in the cards for me. I, I we got in a car, and it takes us through like another town by you called Florida. Ironically, nice little village is you know popping. I'm like, oh, okay, there's some nightlife. You know, we're winding through, and the roads get very dark yeah. where you are. There's not a lot of street lights. No. You're afraid a bear is going to jump out at some point. <laughs> so finally, you know, we're winding down. And it's basically this one lane road that's going uphill and downhill. And on the other side, as you're just getting trucks flashing their brights at the thing, Danielle was in meltdown mode. She was like a closer that had walked the bases loaded. The kids had already fallen asleep. They were sleeping in 10 minutes. And I'm I, all I'm doing is hearing it. I can't see right at night. 
All you do is drink when we got to go far distances, whether it's here or Pennsylvania. Because I've done all these car trips where I, my deal is I'll drive there. You, know, you drive home because I'll have had a few drinks. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> you got to stop drinking on the long rides. And I'm basically now I have to like zap myself up into GPS mode. All right, you know, 39 miles, yeah. and I'm like updating her every mile. <laughs> I ride enough with the miles. Just let me know how many, uh, you know, whatever. But so it was a fun ride home. You know, <laughs> then we got to like the, the New York City area, and she was fine. But at that point, I was wide awake. At least the kids got tuckered out. All the kids fell asleep right away. It was great. It was great. <clears throat> I transferred them through right in bed. Uh, I laid down. It was nighty night for me. I got ahead of my pillow probably by midnight easily. Nice. Yeah. Up, up at 730, and away we go. Up and at it. <laughs> You brought over the donuts, right? <clears throat> yeah, that was a Taylor decision at Apple Picking. We went to a country, you know, whatever, market thing, and I said, Taylor, look at these. There's apple crumb pies. There's apple cider donuts. I may, I asked her three times because you never know with a kid. All three times were donuts. So she went with the apple cider donuts. They're so good. I've been eating those every day since you guys left. Well, they're fresh out of the orchard. It's not like a supermarket donut. That's why you get them. They're good. Oh, man. If you warm them up just so. Oh. Yeah, it's very good. They're very good. So tasty. Yeah, so that was a good time. Um, I didn't go the pumpkin beers as much as we did last time because it was it was very warm on Saturday. I did not as well. I didn't have one pumpkin beer. I still have not had one for the season. I thought I would. I did not. But you're right. It was unseasonable. It was nice. It was, yeah, it was like mid-70s or something, especially I was sweating at times. I had a yeah. sweatshirt I had to take off. Yeah, I did a lot of cider. I figured I was in an apple mood. Yeah. So I feel like that's kind of half committing to the fall stuff. Yeah. So at night you guys leave, and my wife goes upstairs, and she's like, I'm going to change. And she had worked early in the morning, so she was just going to watch some TV. So I'm like, don't worry, I'll clean up everything. So I'm down in the, down in the kitchen, and I had been drinking those Founders IPAs all day. <laughs> oh, all day IPAs. All, yeah. all day IPAs. So the, by the time you guys leave, I'm feeling pretty good. And then I'm like, oh, well, I'm just going to clean up. I'll keep drinking some beers as I clean up down here and put on some music. At one point, I just start blasting music in the ba- in the kitchen, and I get a text from my wife that says, "Turn down the music; it's very loud. Please and thank you." Or something. I was like, "Oof!" I, I was feeling the buzz a little bit too much. There. I was like, "Ouch!" So, oh. so, but I was I was you know bopping around the kitchen, yeah. scrubbing this, the got this, sponge out, and everything else. Well, you guys also, too, you probably you cleaned up way more than you had to. You guys put out all this fancy, you know, the nice plates with the flatbreads. You're all miles. You're getting the f- aluminum trays that are going in the trash. Real easy cleanup. I mean, it was a very nice nice presentation, but you did not have to go that route. I mean, I have pooped my pants as an adult six times. <laughs> I didn't need the fancy china. At other outings at my place, you have sometimes had some dicey situations. At my... First apartment where you guys came over for the birthday. Oh, about that. You destroyed the bathroom. There's only one bathroom too. And then you asked if there was any poopery to spray around. Oh, it was embarrassing. The whole thing stunk. And it, it was just like in my apartment. Uh any problems on Saturday? There weren't problems. Okay. Um I mean I, I made sure business was taken care of before I got. <laughs> I, I was very discreet. So I will tell you there was a moment where I it was one of those I didn't have to, but I knew I would have to. So I, I might have forced the ball down the field. And as I'm forcing the ball down the field, <laughs> we had just taken pictures with the kids that were posted on Instagram. And I hear I hear Bilotti going, all right, you know, goodbye, everybody. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, I can't I can't start the, you know, where's Mraz's Bilotti's leaving thing. 
So I got in a little bit of a rush situation, and I start, like, sweating a little bit. I do what I have to do, and I run out, and I I came, like, around the kitchen bend, and I tried to act like I was coming back through the screen door like oh, I was wow. outside. I I fully committed because I saw everybody was. I did like a, a sneak around through the kitchen, did the you know door open and shut. I came in with a beer, and I acted like I was just outside enjoying the scenery, and I caught Bellotti just as he was leaving. Oh, yeah, have a great time, man. Oh, so that was the only time I had a situation. That's so funny. Pete's the best. He came over, uh, and he's like, oh, you know, it's really nice here. It's a really nice house. I can see why you live here. It's so quiet and stuff. I go, yeah, yeah, it's really nice to leave the city and then come upstate. And, you know, it was just like clear your mind. He's like, yeah, no, I, I, could, I could see why. And then I saw him yesterday. I go, did you get home okay? He goes, man, you live so far away. I don't know how you do that drive every single day. <laughs> oh, such a long drive. It's just uh, such a brutal drive. But it's a not a long drive for you. Like, in essence, we're all the same distance yeah, from yeah. work. It's just now when we come from where we're coming from, it's doubling up because yeah, exactly. you're going up that way. It was just classic Bellotti, though. He comes up, he's like, oh, it's so relaxing. He leaves, and it's like, this is so it's yeah, too long. It's a typical Pete. He's complaining about people selling watermelon by the bridge. It's It's unreal. So how was the Monday night football scene at Bob's Bar? Because Giants Monday night, 2-0. and Yeah. I mean, warm weather. So last week for the Giants-Carolina game, I brought my neighbor Dave with me to my dad's, and it was just my dad and my two sisters. So I kind of was under the assumption, night game, people waking up for work. I picked Dave. Well, I picked Dave up. He walks into my car at 7.30. We head over to my dad's game, kicks off at 8.15, 10 minutes away. I pull up, and the lights are on, and I hear, like, beer glasses clanking. You know when you get, like, that bar vibe? I'm like, wow, sounds pretty lively here. We walk back there to at least 18 people already settled in watching Aaron Judge and the Yankees. And I'm looking around. There's a neighbor. I'm kidding you. Like, I grew up in this block. I didn't think my dad talked to him in 12 years. Apparently, he started talking to him recently. He's a big Giant fan. He's got his brother-in-law there. There's another guy who brought his father there. Uh of course, my father-in-law comes with his best friend that he's dealt with the Yankee game. I didn't tell either of them to come. They're there. And it was just a, it was a popping crowd. It was wow. rose deep. I had to sit on the inner pit of the bar where we did the Bob's Bar show. I didn't even have a seat at the bar. Wow. I was too late to get a seat at the bar. Wow. Like, all right, whatever. I mean, I'm going to sit here and watch the game. But very lively crowd. Very lively. Disappointed at the end. But, you know. What Everybody you stayed for the end? Yeah. Yeah, you should see a little bit. I had to wait for a couple three-point turns to get out of there at midnight. Wow. A couple Ubers picking people up. I didn't drink because I was driving home. I had to wake up early. I was like, this is for a Monday night. Bob's really got the business going. Wow, so it must have felt old school. Because there hasn't been a game, A, that the Giants have played in that mattered in a decade. But also, B, Monday night hasn't been an event in a long time. But to that point, I think some of the people that, you know, then obviously my dad and my sisters that wouldn't, it sounded like a good time. Hey, Giants are 2-0. Oh. We're playing the Cowboys. This is interesting. There was definite buzz to watching Giants football again, for sure. I can't say that it'll carry over to week four after the loss, but, yeah, it was actually refreshing. It was like, wow, people are in. You know, big roars on some big play. Not that there was a lot. It was 6-3 at the half, but you get the point. Was your father-in-law or his friend hip to the fact that we talked about um, the whole Yankees stadium situation with them? So I'm glad you brought this up. Sunday... <laughs> Uh, my father and two of my neighbors were at my house because I have the Sunday ticket, so no Giants. They wanted to watch, They didn't want to be stuck watching Jets Bengals. So my father-in-law invites himself over, as he always does. He comes over. Doesn't say a word to me about it. Does he bring over anything? Uh, only a birthday card from Danielle's birthday because he missed it 10 days ago. Nothing for me. <laughs> okay. Nothing for me. My neighbor's a little typical, though. I, I expect nothing from him. So he comes over. He doesn't say a word. I don't say a word. Like, we're talking football, whatever. I'm like, okay, maybe he didn't see it. We're out of the blue. 
He ends up leaving at halftime of the Packers Bucks game. My dad was like, I'm shocked to say anything. He was over my house. So he invited himself over to my dad's house Saturday when I was up in Warwick to watch the Yankee game. He again, the guy can't stay home. And apparently my dad said he really, really was true. Your son thinks it's funny to make fun of me on the air, talk about my teeth, this, that, the other thing. And my dad had to play deflection on this. He goes, well, you always think it's funny when they make fun of Sean on the air. They make fun of Nance talking about my wife or my mom. And she's like, they make fun of me, Bob the Deli Man. They make fun of all of us. So what's the difference? You get made fun of and you're sensitive? He's like, oh, I'm just saying. I know the whole country thinks I have four teeth now, <laughs> which my dad was probably a five. <laughs> And apparently, it, it briefly ends with my dad saying to him, he goes, I mean, that wasn't even the worst thing. He knew this was really going to bother him. He goes, DA called you Daniel's uh, stepfather at one point, <laughs> and he hates that his ex-wife is married to Daniel's stepfather. It's like a big deal. And apparently, that set him off more than the teeth thing. That DA thinks I'm the stepfather? I, I met him. He thinks I'm, I'm the step. I'm not the stepfather. I'm the father. And apparently, like, according to my dad, like, it enraged him to no end. So I think that's why he didn't bring it up Sunday uh-huh. was he was so just ticked off and annoyed that he might be turned off on the show because he was referred to as the stepfather, which is just, you know, care less about the teeth crack. Don't ever reference him as Daniel's stepfather. Well, beyond that, he's worried about the teeth crack, the stepfather, but you said within four minutes of leaving the driveway, he had already smoked two cigarettes and hit a joint. But that's not making fun of him. He knows he does that and embraces that. That was not going to offend him. I thought that would be very taboo with your family to talk about, like, how your family just smokes weed while driving into the city. That's the problem. They think there's nothing wrong with it. Not my parent, Like, him. Like, that's totally normal. I'm the weird one that I'm like, why am I not hitting a bong on the way to the Yankee game? I don't know, because I'm a peanuts and cracker jack kind of guy. But also, it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah, I like my Yankees without the weed on the way. I, you know, I get I get enough problems. I get in the tr- it's an SUV and I'm like, this is spacious. I was actually pleased. I'm like, this is good. I'm gonna sleep on the way home, not knowing how late at night it's gonna be. I'm like, this is really spacious. He goes, yeah, I rented the car for the game so we could smoke. And I said, well, I think <laughs> I think that the rent a car policies say that you're not allowed to smoke. So you're telling me you actually rented a car to smoke to have the whole car smell like cigarettes and weed. There was parking people who put cones in certain spots, like their VIPs. It turns out they're just looking for tips. They tipped her a joint. And we <laughs> she, we got out of the car, and I'm holding the sweatshirt or whatever, and I'm like, are we going to go into the stadium? No, they have to smoke another joint, and the parking attendant is now smoking a joint with them. Oh, my God. A class act And they right offer there. her, like, half a Subway sandwich, and she's just puffing weed going like this, <sighs> waving the other cars oh through. <sighs> and I actually said, I'm like, should you be doing this? She goes, who's going to check me? Cards are crashing into the wall. Welcome to the Bronx, New York, everybody. <laughs> I keep thinking to myself, and we can't sign Aaron Judge? <laughs> Forgot Cheech and Chong. It was beef and Chong. <laughs> oh, my God. And he was trying to get the number, my father-in-law. Beef and bong. He's trying beef to get a and bong. Wait, Tommy Heaters was trying to get her phone yeah. number? So you live here year-round? Pro boner. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what, off the Grand Concourse of the Bronx? <laughs> He's like, so you into weed, you know? And he's like, and he was like hitting on her. And then I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, maybe I'll get a number. I'm like, oh, where it stands. I looked down. I said, you think this girl who might be 28 wants your number? Your stomach's hanging out of a Sabathia t-shirt. And you said yesterday he's got four teeth. He does. He does. And somehow popcorn got stuck in two of them last night.
That was another <laughs> thing. He's all miserable. I got popcorn stuck in my teeth. I said, you got four. It was, it was something else, and it was something else. But, I mean, imagine you were like, yeah, and they're taking tugs off of the bourbon bottle while driving. That yeah, would be very, very taboo. Weird. Yeah, of course. No, the whole window smelled like Snoop Dogg's mobile. But I he mean, doesn't care about that. No. To him, it's like, why would I? That's not making fun of me. That's, that's life. And they kept saying the whole ride weed was legal. I'm like, well, smoking it while driving is not legal. No, that's And it's also legal in New Jersey. We're not in New Jersey. We're in New York. I don't know. It's just caught from a different cloth. That didn't bother him, though. That he embraces. How about hitting on the parking attendant? He, again, told my dad. My dad asked him about that. He said, I'm telling you, I could have got a number. If I didn't have to go into the game, I could have got a number. So he's okay with that on the radio? Well, he thinks that that made him look like he had a, a shot with a, with a young female. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> the lights are on. Nobody's home. We're not. With all due respect, it's, it's not a lot going on up there. It just isn't. Danielle knows. I. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Danielle didn't mind us taking those cracks. I think Danielle secretly had hoped that it would lead to her father not talking to us for three months. <laughs> I think deep down she was like, please, please keep them, make this, keep him away for three months. But no, he was right back in the saddle on Sunday afternoon. Wow. Tommy Heaters is what we're calling your... Tommy Heaters. Calling Danielle's dad your father-in-law. Yeah, Tommy Heaters. So, never ends. <laughs> okay, well... I'm going to guess that uh, when you talk to Bogues on Side B, it's going to have to be about his trash, which was newsroom meltdown. I can't wait. I can't wait. I really do have some thoughts on Pete the Bossy Bilotti handling this newsroom. So me and Bogus will get into all that next on Side B. There's been a lot of splintering in the newsroom, missed shifts, people <laughs> making mistakes on cuts, poor labeling, people getting called out, and Pete has had it. And now Bogus has had it, and now... I've had it. I'm getting texts. You've had it. We've all had it. So, something's got to (laughs) change. I can't wait to hear this breakdown on side B. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Giddy, 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 how do 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 do? Giddy, 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 how we do do? Giddy, 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 how we do do? Inside me, the PGP, how are you? Hello, Andrew, it's Mraz. What's going on? Yeah, hey, Sean, nice to meet you. And, um,. I guess thank you for that song. To I got to bring up. the punch, man. You got to. Somebody's got to. It's not Pack me. The energy. All right. Let's start right here where DA left it off on side A. Andrew Bogish, you dating back to the early aughts of CBS Sports Radio in general. Yeah. Were a bit of a commander of the newsroom. You would send out something we like to call the coverage plan. It was a little bit of a directional to what we should be covering. Yeah. I think after a certain point, there's enough veteran employees that we get it. Agreed. Fortunately, now there's not. And you had a very big Trash Tuesday on the state of the newsroom. I now have, for whatever reason, been fielding texts and calls that Pete the Body should be getting. Yeah. Which speaks to his management level. Growing frustration, a little bit, you know, uh, detailed, oriented. What You know, expand upon your Trash Tuesday. Well, I mean, my, my Trash Tuesday was supposed to be more about it was supposed to be Pete-centric. I didn't want to straight trash the newsroom. Well, Pete's part of the newsroom. Because this is all falls back on Pete. But, uh, yeah, I mean, this has been a problem from the beginning for us. And it was, it's was it been a problem in, a, in other places that I've worked, too. There's always people who don't do the job the way you think they should, the way they're told to do, the way a, a regular person would handle it. Some things seem obvious that don't get done. You're like, how did that not get done? It just seems like we're in we have more of those instances now where no matter what we do, we don't end up with the with the end product that we want. And then it complicates everybody else's day because the Amy Lawrence team comes in and they don't have the sound that they want. So they're scrambling or I show up and we don't have the sound that we want. And then we're scrambling and we've already we're already busy enough this morning that we don't need to spend extra time going to find things that yeah. are already should be in our system. So it's very inside radio. It's very whatever, but well, it's it's annoying that it's, it's happening almost daily now. So I'll take you even further behind the scenes because we don't like to name names. But anyway, we've had an influx of hiring new employees. Uh, on Twitch, when we debated this on Trash Tuesday, I, I do have to make something very clear because I, I was almost borderline offended. Gloria Splat, who is a loyal listener but could be a bit of a troll at times, goes, well, when all you have is interns worrying about sound, what do you guys expect? That's not the case here at CBS Sports Radio. We have a full paid staff. Yeah. that They do technically get paid. And just to take you more inside of your radio, beyond internships, when you climb a ladder and the ultimate goal is to get on air, which for many of us takes years and years and years. I know Bogues might have taken both of us. A long time, or you, you maybe you choose to leave college, jump around a different couple small towns like DA did, and grow his career that way before going back to bigger cities. Uh, but when you start off, there's the behind the scenes jobs of we call it cutting tape, and what you are essentially is because you used to literally cut tape. Yeah, now it's splice it together. It's editing audio, and in sports world, the highlights you hear that you will play, or for sound check, the 
the sound bites, post game, all of that. Naturally, of course, when are the biggest days? Football, Saturdays, and Sundays. That is how you start. Once you perfect that, then you get to run the controls like a Pete the Body Bellotti, or then get to produce shows like I do and eventually host shows. It's all about that. We've taken a different turn here recently in which guys haven't perfected that behind the scenes stuff. And then they've been like given a chance to host, which I think could boost morale. But at the same time, I don't know if people are prioritizing the little things and it's hurting. I think it's hurting us. Yeah. And that's like my like overly important frustration here is like the job stinks. I get it. It's bad hours. It's weekends. It's holidays. You're not making a ton of money. But like I did it. And no matter what I thought about the job or what my paycheck was, like I couldn't not do a good job when I was there just basically out of like self pride. Like you just yeah. gotta you gotta and your career do, wouldn't grow. Right. And so like that's frustrating to me where it just seems like people now, five years ago, ten years ago, just mail it in sometimes. And we now it almost couldn't be easier. So many things just oh. show up here. That all we need to do is like just transfer it from one folder into our system, and even that stuff doesn't get done. So like, it's a very slippery slope here because there's a lot of things. I don't want to get too upset at our infrastructure yeah. here, but like, it's a, it's crazy that we're on year ten, year eleven, and it feels like we've made zero pro- progress on this front. Well, and now we're gonna get into the Pete the Body side of this. Oh, good, you're saving right. me from because I. Could have no. gotten myself in a lot of trouble here. No, and look, Pete likes to complain and say that he wants more, you know, power and control over things, which is fine. And, and I respect Pete as a person, maybe not necessarily as a boss, but I, <laughs> I, I respect Pete. Um, so really, 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 when you peel this thing back, Pete the body is in charge with, you know, giving guys schedules, everything else. To me, if Pete is respected around this newsroom, like everything should go through him, right? Like employees should go through him if they don't know anything. So when we take you guys behind, we made a lot of Jack Stern jokes. And at his heart, do I think Jack's a good kid? Jack is is so young and raw that I couldn't imagine being given the ability to do updates nationally on sports radio while trying to learn all these newsroom things. Like, to me, that was just a non-fact, and it wasn't a thing for many of us back in the day. So he's taken on a lot of—he's writing columns. He's taken on a lot of responsibility. So, Bogus, you and I dealt with this last Sunday or Monday morning we come in, and there's just certain things that need to be— Available for us. The Jets game-winning touchdown versus the Cleveland Browns after they recover an onside kick yeah. needs to be available. We don't need to be told, well, the last big play of the game was the onside kick. Not knowing simple, important parts is brutal. So Jack Stern, to be honest with you, was guilty of that. I had a talk with Jack, and I said, hey, look, if you don't know something, it's time to ask. Stop telling me you know something if you don't. And Jack was really receptive. Here's the problem. I think he took that as literal as could be. Because now Monday night, I'm watching the Giants-Cowboy game. And Jack Stern is cutting audio for us. And I appreciate that he didn't want me walking into a cluster you-know-what. He calls me a couple times. I miss it. I look down. I'm watching what's going on. I text him. He couldn't get certain things going. Cowboys radio. uh, (laughs) Our national radio call. Then he didn't know what to pull from NBA media days. I appreciate that he's checking in. But here's the thing. It's not the DA show sports radio. It's CBS sports radio. I know that he's looking out for me. If he doesn't know that. He's but he's now the le- one of the leaders as far as like guys we've hired. So how can I expect people underneath him that are trying to climb the ladder to know that? And more importantly, where the heck is Pete fe- fielding these calls? Well, no. and, and somebody by the way didn't show up for a shift, which we brought up. I got the phone call, not Pete. Yeah, we're broken. 
I mean, we're just, it's just broken. I don't know who's to really, like, overly blame. You think I don't respect blame. Pete, though, dude? No, it's not a lack of respect for Pete. I What I what I don't understand, and I'm going to do this without pointing fingers, is that when we when we hire new people, they train with people who already work here. They sit next to people. They, they like, shadow a shift, and they see what yeah. they do. And then they get a shift, and it's like they have never been been here before so I keep asking and this again this is a, I'll explain why this is personal for me I keep wondering like are we not training them correctly because I think there's some truth when that. they show up and it's there now they're in charge and it's just them they don't they don't know how to make a cut correctly like where it should start and where it should end they don't know how to label it we have a labeling system so everything can be found in our right. in, in our computer they don't do that correctly they don't know where things are they don't know what's important and what's not as if they hadn't been here for three days following wow. Billy or Anthony Pierna and like and why this again just stabs at me is because I had that fagazi role like overseeing the news when we first started I was tricked into that role I've come to learn years later yeah but, like, when we had problems back then, I went to the bosses. I'm like, let give me a morning. Like, you've got five new people. Give me a morning. Take me off of the air. Put me in a room. Pay the guys for four hours. I will train them. I will do it. And they were like, we can't do that. So, like, I gave up. Like, I'm not, like, I tried. I put it out there. Like, I'll, I'll try to fix this. And they didn't want, and this is, you know, bosses and bosses ago. And they didn't want to do it. And we... Fast forward to now, and we still don't have like a uh, central thing, and that's why everything becomes a cluster. You know what? I, if I could pinpoint one thing, I know we are really behind the scenes here. Yeah, right? and I'm gonna definitely gonna get in trouble for this one. I, I'm gonna tell you what I think an issue is. We have two mainstay tape ops here, Billy Jacalone and Anthony Pierre. You guys, if you listen to CBS Sports Radio, you know the names well. They do a lot of audio cutting and, and tape cuts for us in the morning, which involves CBS Sports minutes and right. maybe some sound. That is where the majority of training comes in. We don't really have anybody of stability training anybody when the games are on. There's no games being played in mornings. Who you know, like we're just it's a football Sunday. Here you go. You've barely worked before. You got to cut highlight, and then everybody gets screwed on a Monday. Yeah, and let's be honest too. Like wherever these young men and women are coming from, shame on their schools too. Because oh, true. We have to assume that when you say you worked at this radio station or that radio station on on campus, that somebody trained you on something. Yeah. And that you're not showing up here as like a blank canvas, but it feels like more and more these students who do so often begin as interns and then become employees, they show up and like we really need to teach them like radio 101. We're not like fine tuning skills, like we're giving them skills to begin with. Bottom line is this. Pete the bossy Bilotti has wanted to be a newsroom leader and be Here's taken seriously as a boss. We are telling you, Pete, as you're listening to this, the newsroom feels like a bit of a sinking ship. Steady it. If you're a true boss, steady it. Then don't say, I only have so much power. Get out there. Why don't you train him? He can train him or drastic time calls for drastic measures. I say kill one of them, leave him in the newsroom as a message to the others. Fair this point. is what happens if you mess up another NFL Sunday. We'll, we'll do like the survivor torch. The yeah, I feel like it's an old school like pirate thing or yeah. like a you know a crusader kind of thing. Like we you know, we leave our dead behind as messages. This is what can happen to you next. We somewhat got serious here on PGP, but my main <sighs> focus again was going to be I'm getting phone calls that Pete the body should be getting. Yeah. I don't think anybody respects yeah. Pete, and that was my message. Here. Yeah, I don't. I I, I think. As much as I would like to jump on and pile on Pete here, I don't think a lack of respect for Pete is the problem. I think if anyone was Pete, we'd still have most of these same problems because I think they're deeper than just that.
than just Pete. Well, diddly diddly had But still, do. kill one. I'm suggesting murder. Bogus suggests murder. That's side B of the PGP. You could follow him at Andrew Bogus. Right? <laughs> while I'm while I'm on the free line. Right. While I'm a free man. Direct all police reports that way. And me on Twitter, at MirazCBS. Have a great week, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.